Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm joined by Kai and Ben. As always, how are you guys doing today? Hello. I'm Hello, Ben. Kevna. I'm doing well. Yeah. And I'm Kai. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't really a... do your accent, Kai. <laughs> I, I earned that. That was <laughs> that was more beautiful than I could have imagined. Again, yeah, the Ben's I'm Kai. Voice. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kai. My name is Kai. Nice to meet you. I love how Ben always gets his voice is always an octave, and the English are always an octave higher for some reason for you. Mm. And like, oh, I bruv. It's like when I now. Yeah, yeah, when that's I do like a Liverpool Scouse accent, it's always high pitched. I can't do a deep Scouse accent. See, this it's is the problem. Like... Uh, uh, Disco Elysium ruined us, and now we think that all English people are just Kuno, <laughs> and that's what we—that's <laughs> yeah. our expectation now. It's uh, a very large uh, population. That is my expectation. It's just Kuno. You guys are doing good, though. Kuno on this beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, the world's burning. Everything's on fire. Yeah, we have fucking trillion degrees. I don't know how it is over in the UK, but we have some severe like heat warnings uh, happening out here right now, and it is getting toasty, getting real toasty. Oh, uh, we 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 had our share. Um, yeah, now we're just when you're on fire. Yeah, now like we are just metaphorically on fire as we pick the lesser of two evils to run our country. Mm, that's exciting oh yes Uh, we're being told that we can't do uh certain things during the day because so many people are running air conditioning that we ran out of power yeah they're their power down next week like for two whole days almost which is wild one of the guys who wants to be prime minister has openly admitted to taking money from rich areas at some poor areas to give to rich areas because apparently they need it more That's I mean, how do they pay for their private private jets and uh, fancy cars? I mean, no, man, but that's refreshing. At least he's being honest, because all politicians suck cock. But yeah, at but least one of them's like, "Nah, fam." Like, he's also it. talking about the state of the economy, and it's like, bro, you was in charge of the economy for like four years. Like, it's kind of like you were chancellor. That was like your treasury secretary oh, person. That's like your whole deal. Like chancellor here. They don't mean shit, man. I mean, we I we do. They're, they're just not chancellor. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You've got like secretary of the state and secretary of defense. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, yeah, that's normal. But I want someone to be like chancellor, like Palpatine. That's what I want. <laughs> Are you obligated? To yeah, that's that's what you want. I want Palpatine. Has <laughs> said no one ever. Fellows, guys, we, don't know what podcast is. Uh, we are a weekly podcast who plays through games in a book club slash audio format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and come together each week and discuss that section specifically. We will talk about gameplay. We'll talk about mechanics. We'll talk about narrative. We do dive deep into the narrative. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for anything specifically, uh, play the game first or play along with us because, hey, that's the name of the game. That's the name of the show, people. Or just play the episode, but don't put your headphones in. So like... Like what? That way, that way we get to play, mm-hmm. and you don't get spoilers. There you go. Yep. Yeah, you get to support us. The game doesn't get spoiled. We get the view. Everybody, you just go back and listen again, so you can get an additional view. Now there's two views per person. Exactly. We'll just pull Justin Bieber. Everyone who listens to our podcast, when you go to sleep at night, instead of turning your phone off, just uh, just cue up 
We're on a good 15 episodes. Where normally you would have white noise or rain. Turn on yeah. uh turn on Intelligent Cube. Turn on that episode and <laughs> let it run in the background. You don't, you don't have to get you. sleep. You don't have to listen to it. Just turn it all no, the way down. No. Let that shit play. Can we do We're trying like to rack up streams, dog? Can we do like a U2 thing where we just like force it onto everyone? Like they just wake up one day and they just subscribe to our <laughs> like a podcast. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you, know about, how you like, get that done. Talk about like relative things in, in that are happening now. I opened Amazon, got uh, lambasted by the Brings of Power ad, but I was just trying to order hair products. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that shit's yeah, everywhere, bro. bro. Yeah, but I've, 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 I've I went and like, saw like, Fellowship banner, in the Ring. Like banner stuff, but this is like, this is a, this is, your whole phone is this ad. Like, here oh, you no. go. I went, and, I went and saw Fellowship of the Ring for the first time since I was like 11. Um, hmm. And it was quite enjoyable. I haven't I seen it. Lord of the Rings in a hot it's second. A, it's a good movie. It's, um, it's it's uh yeah, it's very good. It's very law heavy, so you have to be happy to sit through the law dump. Yeah, uh, yeah. but if all that sounds interesting to you guys, make sure to follow us on our social media. Uh, anywhere that you find our podcast, just Google Play Along Podcast. You'll find our social media. Our Twitter is now the first thing. Before it was our Apple Podcast ad. Now, if you Google Play Along Podcast, it is our Twitter. There you go. Social media is right there. Link tree is in that description. Uh, and make sure to leave us a five star review anywhere where you listen to podcasts. If you're yeah, able leave to leave a five star review on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leave us a five star review on Twitter. Get us verified on Twitter so we can have super followers so we can have people pay to follow us on Twitter. Weird. Weird thing. Isn't that such a weird thing? Super followers. Uh, Isn't that so weird? It's like when I, I know this is a whole tangent, but it's like when YouTube did their um, super chat feature. Where if you was yeah. watching someone live stream, you could donate money to have your message pinned at the top for like ten seconds. And like yeah. Twitch does stuff like that, but it's all of like the the currency that you get while um watching someone stream. Like they have all like the redeems that are specific for the streamer, and then you get stuff as you interact with the stream and everything like that. And then you can like highlight it was messages a bit more and organic. everything. But yeah, exactly. But it's not like you gotta pay to highlight your message, which is like yeah, it's a little weird. Um. <laughs> Yeah, five star review makes us happy, makes more people find our show, which is always fun. We want people to hear our takes on Chrono Trigger. <laughs> we promise. Uh, before we get into the episode, I was also on an episode of Gaming Together podcast with Nate and Philip, where we talked about uh, Pokemon music. They're starting a kind of new series where they're picking a game and kind of breaking down the music. Picking some of their favorites, some of their least favorites, and some notable ones. But we talked about Pokemon Red and Blue specifically, uh, and it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Pokemon OG Game Boy Pokemon music is just like, as I was going back and listening to it, I was like, these are all bangers. Like, these are mm-hmm. all great. And I can't pick a favorite. Exactly. Just the Kai scene. That's, that's, what, that's what plays when you open the Game Boy game for the first time. Kai's <laughs> voice, and then... <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good time. Go check out that episode. We had fun just listening to Pokemon music and shoot the shit and everything like that. But... Uh, in the last episode, we fought a couple bosses. We went back to the, the yield pass of 600 AD and found this broken sword. And now ha- we're tasked to find Dreamstone, which is only available in the way, way past. Which is our hint that we have mm. to go back to the past samurai check. Uh, we head to the end of time. And here you can fight Speccio, because I think it says in the walkthrough that 
every 10 levels or so you should fight him uh i was under the assumption that like you go and fight him and he's just supposed to be like hard to beat and you lose and then like he gives you new powers so i just kind of like bullshitted the fight and then i just lost and nothing happened so like oh i guess you have to actually win but i couldn't be bothered to try to fight specchio at all so can i offer advice that i've seen further in the walkthrough i think it's the next page Mm before they tell you before you go on to the masamune section um that we're doing next apparently it sets so it's like one to nine will give you certain amount of magic 10 to 19 gives you a new magic so it's not it's not to do with um like whether you win or not is to do with your level so when you hit 20 you should in theory get new magic spells for each of the and characters is that regardless like when you're fighting him that's regardless if you win or lose you just gain those new spells through specchio or do you have to beat him? i sh- shall do some googling and get back to you okay because so i because obviously the first one we like learned magic we were like weren't good enough so we lost against specchio and he's like oh okay here's some magic but i didn't know if like to, in order to get these new spells every 10 levels or so, you do have to beat Specchio. So I wasn't sure. But I lost to him and I was like, fuck, I don't. Uh, cannot be bothered. But now we have to head to good old 65 million BC to try to find some, some fucking Dreamstone here. Um, mm-hmm. Dino Land. So very exciting that we get to go finally to see the dinosaurs that we've we've been waiting for for so long. Kai is shaking his head disappointed about the amount of dinosaurs that were here <laughs> there's the a lack of dinos bro there was a lot there is. Really of dinos yeah, um, there really was okay continue i'll get into my gripes shortly <laughs> okay. yeah so we head through the gate heading to 65 million bc as we we pop out we you know like we've we've seen in the past every gate key and every gate is is certain specific spot in time and so well, we i just had out. a bit of chrono trigger moved uh ruined for me that's cool carry on oh no what did you find i was reading about specchio um and the caps are just to do with the different forms he takes uh, apparently okay. different forms like he starts off as that creature and then he turns into a goblin he eventually turns into the combined masune um but it was naming it was naming like who joins the party and what they learn and i saw a name that i'm not going to mention and i was like oh fuck okay cool well that sucks well just just take it out of your brains forget yeah, about just, it yeah just just put that in the back put a pin in just it just men in um, black uh wipe your memory so you don't have to worry about it yeah um but yeah when you come to 65 million bc you're like in front of a cliff so uh obviously depending on who you have in your party i think we still just had ro, ro- robo and um marley luca has just been i told kai this i was like luca's been chilling with old man time this entire time we have yet to <laughs> use luca and pull out luca once um but yeah we pop out in 65 million bc and then we immediately drop down because we are off of a cliff the portal has now sent us off a cliff um it happened it didn't we said about it we said it happened we've come for a wardrobe we've fallen down the cliff so many so many different instances that these portals are bringing us to um but when we fall back down we are confronted by these creatures that i think marley points out are half like they're humanoid but also like half dinosaur too and then mm-hmm. we get our i think third cutscene of the game mm-hmm. which shows isla which is our new fun character Wifey. here coming in and just beating the shit out of these dino humans. Mm, she's 24. <laughs> <I'd be good. laughs> good, good to know. 
she also like lives in a time has... period in which which bathing does not exist and uh hey man that's you know. uh some people are into that don't yuck my yums bro we are we, don't, we do not yuck yums disgusting. here on this, on this podcast <laughs> i'm yucking your yums <laughs> no but in no seriousness she comes in and uh there's like a kick-ass cutscene where she's yeah. fucking wailing on these dino humanoid creatures this and then we get just a game film. a full like anime of chrono trigger like i just want to watch it right? in this old style this is so cool i mean could you imagine because they they did it for like persona a lot of the persona games will, yeah like they have the cutscenes of like, them s- like spin-offs too. yeah yeah because a, a lot of cutscenes from the games are just like from the anime or used in the anime um so it'd be cool to see like a full uh like chrono trigger like anime. you said like a full even if it's just like a movie maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily a series but like a hour and a half feature movie or something that's just done in those in that style i'm pretty sure ding and rompa did the same thing right like ding and rompa has an anime to it that's it does like indeed, separate yeah. from the the game itself dang and rompa has fucking everything bro that shit's like a like a virus it's just everywhere <laughs> uh but yes after the cutscene. It then cuts back. It's funny because it like goes to the cutscene shows Isla like beating the shit out of these dino things, and then it cuts back to like the regular graphics, and then she like pops in and kind of does that exact same thing just in like the in-engine graphics. You can very clearly tell that it was um, added on post SNES, and they were just kind of like, "Oh yeah, this will make sense." Like we don't need to cut her. You could have just cut that whole in-game bit where she was kicking their ass and just just done it. She's like there. That would be like it would have made sense like context-wise for the viewer because we just watched this whole cool cutscene of them like doing this whole thing, and then it's like, "Oh cool, now they're gone." It just shows it again in the engine. They was just like cut, select everything to the right, move it, insert (laughs) clip, right, good to go. The reason they Wait, couldn't do that move. is because the next section is dependent on us battling. Because the only reason she approaches us is because she sees this battle of the four dinosaurs and is like, "Oh, Chrono strong." So you have to, you have to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and as Bed alluded to in the, the last episode or so, she does talk in kind of this broken English ungabunga uh, kind of speak, and yeah, she's immediately like, "Oh, Chrono strong." Like I like strong, and she like pushes Chrono up against like the the cliffside. So mm-hmm. weird. It is very weird. Did you get the um? Did you get the bit afterwards with Luca? You didn't have Luca with you, did you? No, I had Marley with me. Interesting. So I don't know if you got this. In my game, I had Luca and Robbo because um, I, I brought Marley in later, but for the most part, I was using Robbo as my heal. Um, but I yeah. brought Marley in because that aura well is is so good at healing people. It's unreal. Um, yeah. But in this in this section she uh looks at luca and she's like me like you too me basically saying like i don't care if you're a man i don't care if you're a woman i just like someone who's strong and i was like oh okay cool we're being, we're being progressive with this and then luca is immediately like oh well no no i'm not like that i'm not like that and it's like, oh okay oh interesting this was a 95 game we had marley and marley just is like 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 oh stop it or something like that like she leans into it too but like i said the same oh, thing i was like oh she says she doesn't care if you're a boy or a girl as long as you're strong so i was like mm-hmm. oh openly progressive back in 65 million bc <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah no luca is um is very much not like i don't know if i don't know if it's supposed to necessarily be like oh i don't want to be with a woman i think it's supposed to be playing into that whole like i'm nerdy i'm like 
you know, shy, don't know how to deal uh, with so it's, compliment it's any, kind any of kind stuff. kind of attention would have, like, in, induced yeah. the same response, but regardless the, the, the of problem, the gender. That's, that's my assumption, but the problem is we've not seen anyone else come on to Luca, so I don't know if that's confirmed. Like, mm. just based on that, it seems kind of... Uh, I'm glad no one, no one has come yeah. on Luca. No, <laughs> that's the that's 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 for the Chrono Trigger movie. You gotta wait. You gotta mm-hmm. wait I've been that. waiting for that cutscene, and I'm that's the that's the rated R shit, bro. That's yeah, the... yeah. Um, yeah. After I'm pretty sure you're... you can get this some fine art out. This is <laughs> this is my gripe. Yumi Dila, right, me here. The fucking dialogue in this game is already horseshit. Like it's already bad, and now we have. Uh, in Ben's words, I think Unga Bunga speak, uh, mm-hmm. which is just like so fucking annoying. And th- there's a whole group of them that have to talk, and we far- follow Isla around, and it's just like, why? Why couldn't you give her a fucking normal voice? Like, just just have her speak regular sentences. Because she's right. Unga Bunga. Like, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't found real sentences yet. They haven't found complete sentences yet. Give me uh, Shakespearean Isla. Uh... That's what I'm or, just reg- or just regular. No one else sounds different. No one else is like Robo. Also, yeah, it's just. It's I don't good. know. Robo. Robo's kind of written in a way where he almost speaks robotic in a sense. That's how I always like perceive and hear it. Like whenever his dialogue like thing comes up, I always like in my head canon. I'm like, oh, this is kind of like he's talking in a yeah. very monotone voice. Like Even... he has like a robot voice. Even the words they choose to use for him, he says about like stuff not computing and him being incapable of human emotion and things like that. And yeah. but yeah, I mean it. I mean, I, I prefer this to like, just like if it was just like grunts and they're like, "Oh, she wants us to follow her. Let's go follow her." And it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, now I understand you." Like at least there's some English involved. That's definitely better. But as Kai said, I mean, when you're when your dialogue and stuff is like subpar anyway breaking it down even further just yeah. doesn't help your cause at all and it's so like strange because again when we kind of play these we voice these characters we give them personalities and whatnot but it's so weird to like read because I'm, I'm like reading the dialogue and i can't i like stumble on my words because i feel like i mean clearly there's words that are missing because she has like a mm-hmm. lower level dialogue but it's just like in my head i do that anyways so i'm like oh did i just miss a word or something and it's like no i just this is just how the text is it's not actually me um, that's just how it be bro just how it be then we do a drinking competition yeah we head yeah. to we follow isla she wants to bring us to her village mm-hmm. um and we get there what's the village called like ioka or something like that i think that's what it was ioka ioka no they're like they're the Ioka tribe, aren't they? Mm, yeah. But she brings us to her village, and then she's like, we are going to party tonight. We're going to drink. We're going to dance. We're going to have some fun. Uh, cuts to that night. And kind of like we're all standing around a bonfire. There's people dancing. Uh, this is an interesting section because you kind of have to just, I think this has happened before. You kind of have to just like wait for time to pass for you kind of like to proceed. You can go and talk to everybody there. Um, if you talk to the people dancing around the fire, like literally all say the exact same thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. then the two people on the right and left that are playing music, they're like, oh, we want our music to last forever and generations. That's cool. Um, but essentially you just you have can to make, wait. Yeah, you can make Luca eat the food. I had Luca with me and Robbo has a plate of food in front of him and obviously yeah. he can't eat. 
but Luca, she's like, oh, should I try it? Should I? No, no. She's very like, but if you keep pressing A and keep talking to her, eventually she will like get herself a plate of food and start eating. Yeah. Marley does um, the same thing, like, and then Marley okay. goes uh, to dance, and oof, her dancing is real bad. I told Kyle, like, she looks like one of those the white, white girl girls, dancing. white girl dancing. She oh, was like yeah, hopping yeah. up in the air. Everybody was like, oh, ooh, no, no. Yeah. Um, she got like the one hand in the air. And she's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's the woo girl over here. Uh, she, you can go there yourself, and you can actually dance. You can press the buttons in a certain order, and Chrono can get down. Chrono, Chrono got Damn. moves. What like DDR shit? We reeling. Well, no, it's not like that complex. It's literally like press B X Y or um, L or R, and like Chrono will like do some moves, yeah. and then he'll like laugh, and then he'll like right. do some moves. Press X to whip. Yeah, exactly. And then press Y to hang, <laughs> and so he was. He yeah, was, that, he yeah. was just hitting it. He was hitting it real good. Just doing the Dougie next to fucking Marley. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah. After after enough time has passed, you can talk to. Um, Isla every now and then she's standing at the kind of top of this area but eventually she'll tell you that because she had referenced stone dreamstone which is the thing that we are looking for and she's like if you have the red rock then that's what the side of power essentially in their tribe Isla has the red rocks what she says so if you want the red rock you're going to have to defeat Isla in battle which in this case is a drinking contest so we are now tasked mm-hmm. to do like a little mini game of of mashing A to drink as much as possible to out drink Isla, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very interesting. I I was not expecting like I just thought she'd give it to me. She already pinned us against the wall and told us how strong we were and everything. So yeah. I mean, our, I just kind of like, oh, like, like we were gonna get into like a, a legit battle. Why you still have to ask for consent, even if someone <laughs> pins you against the wall and you're like, oh, they want it. No, no, no. She's like drinking game. Like, that's drinking not where I thought this was going. Chrono's like shirts sure, like half off. He's like, oh, cool yeah. drinking game. Yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I felt this the first time, um, and what do they call it? They don't call it like a head fuck, but they call it something. It's like a oh, so like a, it's called the skull smash. Like them getting skull drunk. smash. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking because they used to be like there's a. There's a there's a big tradition amongst like Brits of going like Magaluf and Kavos and stuff for like lads holidays, ah, and lads holiday basically hitting up like uh, Tenerife and other like coastal towns in Europe and just going and getting smashed. So they have like restaurants that specialize in doing just that. Mm, like one of yep. them did have it had like a massive punch bowl that you could buy i've not been i I've, i know people have been but it had like a big fucking punch bowl you could buy called a head fucker and it was just like rum gin vodka this <laughs> that whatever they could <laughs> no, get off like, the shelf no mixed drink or anything just straight like alcohol. no and the, they don't do like <laughs> standard measures they just pour shit in and then they pour a bunch of fruit juice and you just drink it it sounds like jungle juice that's what it is called here yeah i don't know if it's called yeah, the same thing, same uh, but yeah, that's essentially what we're doing now is we are, this is our bar crawl and we've gotten to this place and now we have to out drink Isla. Um, this is interesting because I always forget that you're playing on the DS. You actually have like an A button to press, but I'm like sitting here like mashing my, uh, X key on my keyboard, trying to, uh, I'm just using the, Oh dude, trying to mash the A button on the DS is not easy. Right, well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I, was like, I thought like it would be that. harder. Like, I feel like it's easier to just have like a keyboard and a key to hit. I feel like it's harder to actually have like a button yeah. that you're pressing. Uh, just use a spoon. Oh, yeah, I was sitting shit, there. Like, so the... 
the first time I mm-hmm. failed, and then the second time I was like, okay, right, I'm gonna roll my thumb over the A to do it as fast as I can. I was like, if this doesn't work, I'm getting the fucking spoon out. I've heard Kai talk about this when he was playing Metal <laughs> Gear. Legend like, I'm gonna spoon fucking spoon technique has been passed down for generations. A. Generations. That is a classic. Um, but I we, remember Googling that when we were like eight years old, by the way. Yeah. We were stuck <laughs> on some fucking level playing a GameCube game and we couldn't press it fast enough. And so, well, like, especially us, some like, forum of the early days, some Oracle the, of the uh, early 2000s. Uh, PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox era, fucking QT, QTEs galore everywhere. So there's a lot oh, of that shit. Mash mini games. Oh, they yeah. left that shit then. Man. 100%. Um, but yeah, we eventually outbeat, we outdrink uh, Isla in this drinking game, and she's like, "We'll do one more to celebrate. You are the winner. You are strong." And I kind of made a joke right before this. I was like, "It'd be hilarious if it just like black out and then come to." And that's literally what happens. Like the screen cuts to black mm-hmm. and it cuts to, and like the whole area, it's like the daytime. The whole area is trashed. How, like how old is Chrono? <laughs> I was I was curious, right? I was just thinking this because at first when it happened, I was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna like wake up in bed with this woman?" Like, that's what, like, I thought what? the same same thing. I was like, "Oh damn." Uh, um, so how many diseases that. you'd have from 65 million year old pussy <laughs> god damn chrono is 27 oh hot oh. damn chrono he's, luca. A, he's a fucking man luca oh, wait, wait, is 19 like marley and luca what are, how old are they so luca is 19 okay uh marley i'm not sure what the drinking age is in 65 million year old man hanging out with a 19 year old's a little sussy i'm also Ooh. gonna be honest uh really does reflect the current times because a 27 year old man wakes up in his fucking parents house and yeah, exactly. the they, they so. fucking predicted it <laughs> well Bruno's a millennial okay <laughs> yeah absolutely. if you if you thought luca was bad marley is 16 oh uh, no. of course chrono why are you hanging out with 16 and 17 and 19 year olds gotta, and she's gotta love japanese developers who specifically are like yeah this person is underage mm-hmm. they could like, have made she's... her anything they could have made her 18 they're like, no, 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 she's 16. Why not make her 26, you know, because now I know she's 16. When she's, like, walking around, like, kissing people and slapping her ass and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's, mm, that yeah. makes me uncomfortable. You're yeah. going to prison, Ben. Um, <laughs> You're doing it too much. Um... <laughs> I've not used a lure since the first time I saw her slap her ass. I was like, I'm never using a fucking move again. Well, also, you get Cure. Care. So Cure is just it mitigates using a lure. Oh, I guess a lure was the distracting one. I, I was thinking of... Um... yeah. What's the a lure is supposed to confuse the enemy. Um, she has uh, aura. Aura. That's what. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, she has aura. That's right. Aura. I was thinking of aura. Palatio. Um. But yeah. So I mean, Marley over here drinking underage. Again, we're not sure what the drinking age is in his five million BC. Who knows? I mean, the the life expectancy was probably in like twenty fives or thirties. So I mean, you probably could drink it like yeah. ten years old. <laughs> um. We I don't do... feel so bad about leaving Marley with the dude at the end of time now. Like, you can babysit Marley. I'm... Luca's not much better, but I'll take Luca. Yeah, that's how it is for us at Step Reverse. Yeah, we have Luca chilling, chilling back there. Uh, but yeah, we get fucking crunk and we wake up afterward and our gate key is missing. <gasps> crunk <key>. trigger. Trigger. <gasps> God damn it. <laughs> yes, our gate key is missing. Yeah, our gate key is missing <laughs> and key. everyone is... Uh, very understandably upset that upset. is how we get to to and fro with the past and the future mm, so now we have yeah. to go hunt down the gate key except there are conveniently nice little footprints that we have uh seen here and we have to follow those footprints to find our culprit okay. Doesn't say we, victim. We wake up i i isla oh, yes. 
We go to wake up Isla. Oh, we go wake up Isla. And we say, hey, someone's taking a gate key. And then she's like, ooga, booga, booga. That's what happens. You can, you can do Australian at a, like a, a reasonable pitch of your voice, but freaking Brits are all just like eight octaves higher. I don't know what you're talking about. No I can do an English accent at a, at a fucking normal pitch. I choose it's, not yeah. to. Well, yeah, but it's, it's, part of the, it's part of the lore now that I have to give you shit and point it out every time it happens. It's part of the play-along it's, lore. It's for dramatic effect. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's something about Scouse accents. They just lend themselves to being high-pitched. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, now we're trying to find a, where our gate key goes. I mean, we've all been there. We've all got a little too wasted on the sauce and like, dang, I lost my gate key to my super portal teleportation device. I got to make sure I go find it. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. Happens to the best of us, Chrono. Don't worry about it. Um, we there. go to uh, Isla's trade. Wake up, Isla. At, at this point, I didn't do any trading. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Isla in a second. Trading is fucking hard in this section um, because yeah, they, don't you... have, they don't have they have dollar runes any, anymore or yet. Well, no. So yet. you have to defeat. Certain creatures you defeat will leave behind feathers or horns, yeah, um, or fangs. That's the other one I'm looking at. Oh, and petals as well. Yeah, and basically petals, you have fangs, to trade feathers and horns. You have to trade three objects, two of them being different. So you can do like two petals and a fang, and it says here it will give you a ruby gun. Well, but there's nothing in the cool, game yeah. that tells you that. Yeah. So I managed. I used this, and I got. A ruby. I think I got two ruby vests and a ruby gun for Luca. Um, oh no, I got a, a ruby gun, a sage bow, and the ruby vest because I gave Marley a new weapon. How much um, uh, like in, in damage increase is the ruby gun versus the one you had for Luca before? Fair amount. It was like um, oh, like eleven or so. I think like it went oh, up a fair shit. bit. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's good to have the guide in a walkthrough but in the game there is no prompt he's just like bring me three fins two of them are different and i'll give you something based on what you give me i'm not going to tell you what the things i want are mm-hmm. you have to read my mind and find no. out for yourself uh just yeah like, classic cool. classic Cheers, 90s jrpg i feel like they're not telling anything it's in it there's just gonna be like a prompt that says refer to page 84 no, of the strategy the- guide yeah. Exactly, it was in the 800-page strategy guide. For this. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. That's why you just play these games with guides. If you're playing these games nowadays, just use guides because it's uh, it just makes life easier for in you. The original guide there was also a recipe for the jungle juice, so you could drink along Ooh. while playing. <laughs> Welcome to Drink Along Podcast, the podcast where yeah. we drink through games. And it's just a little yeah. like fucking italics note underneath, like please ask your parents before getting crunk. <laughs> You must know, be okay. at least the world keeps going the way it is. Old, Drink old along podcast isn't too bad of an idea. <laughs> exactly. Bring away this mom, I need two bottles of Smirnoff and a bottle of Bacardi. <laughs> what for? I'm playing video games, mom. <laughs> playing video games. <laughs> you don't understand. Uh, yes, so you can do the whole trading stuff. It does seem relatively complicated because I think that I, I imagine that each one of these items have a drop rate too because I get petals all the time like I think that's primarily mm-hmm. what I got was petals and then like you said maybe fangs horns or feathers, I, so they probably have like a drop rate I'm unsure if it's a drop rate or if it's to do with the creatures that you fight I'm yeah. not 100% sure but do you, do you I found myself with Isla because Isla eventually joins your squad temporarily here 
called Charm, which she can steal items from enemies, which helps you find rare items too. Yes, I found that out just when we started recording. It was like, oh, Charm, yeah. this fin for the third eye, which increases your evasiveness by two, by times two. I was like, well, cool. I did not get a lot of abilities with Isla. I got no. like... It, I just had uh, Kiss and then I, I didn't get Charm because... I didn't I get Charm. I had Kiss and... Is it like Rondo kick? And then she gets drill kick with Chrono. And like oh, that's the only yeah, stuff yeah, I had. Yeah. I got that stuff at the very end, though. So I did, actually didn't use it very much. No, because you have to do that whole farming for TP to get the tech points to mm -hmm. learn the stuff. And mm -hmm. I couldn't be fucked with all of that shit. Yeah. Um, but no, we uh, yeah. So we wake her up. She joins our party. And now uh, she informs us that the Reptites, is that what they're called? Yeah, Reptites. Rep yeah. Reptites. reptites uh, they're essentially... Reptites in a uh, pseudo turf war with these mm. reptilian creatures and that the footprints belong to them and we should follow them. Uh, I don't know. I think she runs off and then we're left to work out where she's gone. Right. Uh, I got lost in this specific section right here. Cause I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Didn't realize that the entrance of the forest maze was just below the town didn't really put mm -hmm. two and two together but it took me walking around a lot and i was like where's this goddamn forest maze and then i went down just a little bit and it said forest maze and i was like, I was like, like oh see because the i i have a habit in this game now of just walking towards everything that's on the way to my destination i should have so done I've... that too because there, 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 sometimes there's like things that you would think are like oh that's gonna be an entrance and it's not and things are like that's not an entrance to anything and it's like this is the forest maze and you're like okay well i was wrong yeah that's exactly what happened to me um so i, I knew where the forest maze was because i walked in and i was like oh this is clearly not where i'm meant to be and walked back out yeah um but i think a little girl tells you she just sent something. She's like, Isla, go south, forest maze. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Because there's a couple huts in Ioka Village that you can go to and kind of talk to people to try to get a little more information. And one of the NPCs, which is a young girl, does tell us, at, or at least references at some at some point, forest maze. And you're like, okay, cool. I see you on the walk through this forest maze. That's where I most likely have to go. So and you realize that's just south from, fucking... from the village. You also learn that fucking Kino was the thief all along that two-bit whore she mm -hmm. was jealous she wanted uh isla's love i can't say isla without me bleeding into australian isla isla they wanted isla's love uh yeah she was, uh, like, you, she was yeah. jealous she was like you thought chrono was strong i'm strong too why no you you know like me and then isla's like oh i like you best and she's like oh well mm. shit i guess we could have just talked about this huh <laughs> you don't have to resort to all this <laughs> violence stealing your shit i was looking it up because they they say that there's like four l's of murder um, you got lust, love, loathing, and loot. It's like, well, which one of those is this? <laughs> is that? But is that yeah, or loot. She's like, oh no, uh, I like Kino, Kino strong. Uh, we unga bunga later go back oh, to ooh. heart. <laughs> Hello, and you go back to heart and wait, wait for Isla. Yeah, yeah. Isla will don't be start back. without Isla. <laughs> without Isla. <laughs> <laughs> um but she she informs us this uh kino that the reptite she stole the key and yeah. then the reptites stole it from her when they came to the village in the middle of the night yes. so now we have to go into the uh reptite lair and at this point i think is when we have to get rid of one of our party members to make room for isla because 
Yeah. At that point, you did have two people with you, so you now have to send someone back to the end of time, mm -hmm. which I don't know how that works because we don't have a fucking gate key. So how the we fuck just, are we they sending just turn them the particles back? And then they show up. Yeah, the, they just get Thanos back. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know? Exactly. Like we snap them back in afterward if we need them. Yeah. Uh, I kept Marley, so I had Marley and Isla in this section. Oh. Um, Got my harem of women. Hey. You know, I've... Isla's twenty-four million years old, so she's <laughs> she's so. Paged. I think I I think I did the same. I think I kept Marley for because mm. I wanted the ice, uh, yeah, magic, and then I wanted the heal as well. So I was like, well, I need a healer, and right. I had well, a feeling that magic was going like, to be better. Yeah, you have Aura Whirl with uh, Marley and Chrono, but then you can also do Kiss with Isla, and Isla can heal you that way too so it's like okay cool yeah. i going into the boss fight i lose healing power is called kiss yeah it's called oh, kiss God. yep yep yeah <laughs> stank breath yeah. snork yeah <laughs> at, least, at least with uh never has brushed your teeth once <laughs> at least with marley her yeah. like ability is subtle it's allure it's not like ass slap or something like that like at least it's a little yeah, i guess yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she is 16, you know. Yeah, so. I guess that's fair. That's, <laughs> at that point. If that's the direction you're going, I guess you kind of have to be at that point. Um, but yeah, now we're, we're tasked with uh, traversing the forest maze. Relatively straightforward. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any new enemies in here. There's like these big fat dinosaurs too. Because there's like, there's a couple dinosaur enemies in here. There's like a smaller little like brown velociraptor looking one. And then there are the reptites, which are like the, the humanoid versions of them. What's and the then, dinosaur with the curved head, the brown ones. That yeah, that's the one I was, I was looking at. And then there's like these like plump little green Iwala. dragons. Too. You just make up a name oh. right now. A pa parasoloferous. A parasoloferous. I'm, I'm butchering that. No, that's exactly. But, I recognize uh, that. Now you're asking in the game, not <laughs> in real life. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, but they are—they are essentially the the diner with the diner with the curved head. There's a couple of them roaming around in some of the earlier sections when we land that get mm, us. I found enemy names here. I think the big green dragon's called the Kilwala. 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 It's a freaking Kilwala. We have runners, winged apes, red eaglets, gold eaglets. There's an, there's an enemy that Kilwala. looks like uh, Specchio that we fight too. Who's very weak against uh, uh, physical Because that is only that is only yeah. Specchio's form. He he uh, is a shapeshifter. Uh, so that's he's taking on the form of an together. enemy that is uh familiar we're familiar to. Mm. Cool. Um yeah, so the forest maze is pretty straightforward. Uh this one has an, not not a big level of like verticality, but it does have again that same thing where there's kind of you're on the bottom floor and there's like rows of uh slabs of road above you and having to figure out how to go up. I like when this game does that. I think that similar to when we were in um twenty three hundred AD or whatever and in the factories and they show that verticality. It, it's cool. I think and there's kind of like the shadows from the trees with the sun coming through and everything like that. Visually, I've never disappointed with some of the backgrounds and the environments of this game. They always seem to be cool. I can't, I can't slam the the environments. Like they are, um, they're they're well done for the sort of style of the game and when it came out and everything. Like absolutely. But it's, I don't know. There, there was something about the forest maze that I was kind of like, okay. Well, I mean, it was it's pretty just... like bland and uneventful. Like there was nothing besides like interesting or different as other than like the environment and enemies that we've done at least traversal wise. 
I mean, there's just, sections if, where you're climbing up and down vines, but it's really just. I mean, this this entire section feels like they're just padding it out. Like, yeah, and hey, this entire thing is a fetch quest. That's all we're doing is getting some rock. But it's just they're just trying to fill game at this point, and it's like, okay, I understand. It, it you reminded make this me ten, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of um, the section we just did with the dudes with the hammer where mm. we was going around that it yeah. gave me that same sort of and i was like oh okay this isn't i think that's what i was thinking that it was like not too dissimilar from what we had just done prior yeah. um yeah in leading up to but, fighting like masamune and doing it yeah sort of all of that, that yeah pretty similar yeah. the the reptile lair was was better mm. i thought that whole kind of you you get to their lair and um it says here, if you leave the evil weevils alone in the lair, they'll dig passages for you to lower levels. Yeah, and this is this is a very interesting concept that I didn't really look into. I was reading it. So you eventually get out of the forest maze and into the reptite lair. And then when you get in there, like you said, there's these uh, creatures called evil weevils. And like you're saying, if you leave them alone, they'll dig passages. But if you click on them at any point, they will dig in that spot. And I mean, I don't know how the fuck that you would know how to do this, but there's essentially one specific spot where if you do that, that's kind of the the shortest route to getting to the bottom, which is where you're trying to get to where the the boss is essentially. Um, And then depending on where they dig in this room, those different areas and sections will lead to different levels and holes, which all have different items to help different things, which I mean that like the concept in general is cool. Again, don't know how you would know like yeah. how to do the the correct one or the easiest route necessarily without having it's... kind of this picture, but I thought it was cool. It's it's not just that. It's like the the annoying factor for me is that I did not know that this was a concept in this area whatsoever. So okay, I didn't either I saw I saw a hole, I jumped down that first hole and then I just explored the lair and got to the boss. Like yeah. if I mean, if I think... I, I don't you know how you would holes you have to just go through like levels of fighting enemies like four or five times so it's just like yeah i don't i don't know how you would introduce this idea that there are different ways to do it and stuff yeah. but i'm just saying because i didn't know that was a thing i just bolted for the first hole and just rang and just went at where i needed to go yeah i'm trying to think of how that would be I guess like if there's a character that like gives us information about evil weevils I saying like, that like oh yeah they literally they, could be like they dig oh, and they have like layers we, or something like that and like we travel whole yeah. talk to talk to weevil for where you want to go down yeah. it's like I oh, guess okay. I guess even that they alone they didn't do that shit yeah even if that alone doesn't is not super descriptive that's the thing's like okay I guess if I click on these things you're gonna dig holes and the holes will lead to places so I guess I let's try it out I let's say read page seventy two of Power Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Click either at, now to at, follow URL to buy some. Look at, look at graph 4A. It's funny too, like going back to when we were drinking with her, it's like with the drinking contest, Isla's like, Isla, press A for drink faster or something like that. It's like, okay, Isla, thanks. Um, fuck the Megasaurs in this section. I don't know if you guys came across these bastards. The Megasaurs. Those aren't the big um, fat dinos, are they? Yeah, they're the big fat green dinos mm. that they're fucking just chonky, are dude. super tanky, man. I feel like I was fighting those things forever. Bro, I thought they were like yes. mini bosses, man. But there's so many of them, that's the problem. <laughs> the first one I came across, I was like, oh, dope, there's a mini boss. And then I came across the second one, I was like, oh, no, it's just a really tough enemy. Yeah. I only think I went through maybe three floors before getting to the bottom floor, and I think. 
I think two of them had the Megasaurs, and then one of those Megasaurs also had the little brown curved neck dinos in it too. We must we must have taken a similar route because I think I had two Megasaurs, mm. but then I had like a bunch of those whatever creature Sepio is when we saw him at oh, the end of time. Yeah, there was two of those around with him as well. Yeah. Um, what the hell? Why why is the Elanda enemies called a shit take? Wait, what? Yeah. No, that's yeah. I know it's a mushroom, but I know it's a shiitake mushroom. But it says <laughs> arguing with yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to find this on the walkthrough right now. <laughs> as, as you're talking to yourself, shiitake <laughs> is uh, shiitake. It's a mushroom. Yeah. yeah, but there is. It says here uh, when fighting winged apes, they also suck. Oh, the shiitakes are. Um, that's what I came across as well. We might we probably didn't go exactly the same route because I came across the room that had at all. a winged ape and these two mushroom creatures, and the winged ape will pick the mushroom creatures and throw up them at you and throw them at you and throw them. Yeah, I remember these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it and I was like, "What the? Who are f- the other enemies that will just pick up anything and throw them at you?" Um, there were some oh, of the older enemies. Um, fuck. No, the a bow bow. It it's in, like a like it a, in this section. It's like a monkey. It's like a, a bow bow or a um boa boa. It like picked it. would picked up Chrono and threw Chrono at fucking Marley. I just want to see a like, fucking oh. picture. And then Chrono uh, didn't take the throw damage for some. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, only like bow, it's different than we were fighting um the robo robots where like they would throw you and both of them would take damage. In this instance, only the person that is getting hit with the individual. Like if Chrono gets thrown at Marley, Marley's the one taking the damage, not Chrono. Yeah, so the Bow Bow is known as the winged ape in the SNES and the PS version of the game. Mm. So in the DS version they're called Bow Bows, but they're actually the winged apes, those creatures that wing, we saw. Winged apes were insensitive. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently so. Uh, but yeah, eventually we do get to the bottom of the floor, which Bro, we were met so with. There's so many a, 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 weapons a, that I missed. Yeah, I'm looking through this now, and I didn't get. I didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. In here. I didn't do any of this shit. Like, there's so many weapons Best you can charm. RPG players ever. You that can. One's better than you us. can charm a dream blade. gun. The Ion Blade, a Dream Bow, and Magma Hand. Like, Magma Hand? That sounds so cool. A Magma Dream hand. Gun from an evil weevil. Even, <laughs> uh, yes, so we, we meet um, Az- Azala. Azala, Azala? yeah, he's the, like, the head of the, the lizard people. Yes, and he's like, oh, those damn hairless, dirty apes. Yeah, um, he's very ugly. <laughs> he's getting a little probably. Azala's going to get cancelled right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then he poses you a pointless question because I lost this battle the first time. Yep. I've lost. Um, I lost many times, and the, the decision doesn't matter. He does the same. No, thing no. I, I think it took me like three or four attempts to beat the upcoming boss. Yeah. But he's basically like, "Oh, do you know what this is for?" And he shows you the gate key, and you say no, and he's like, "Well, you're no use to me. You must die." Yeah. Um, and then little game crumbs reference, and then um. Uh, if you say yes, he's like, "Oh no, you're lying. You must die." And you're like, <laughs> you "Oh, cool. <laughs> you must die. <laughs> you must die." Either way, you're gonna die. Yeah, pretty much. And then he's like, "Oh, Nisbel," and this like fucking triceratops steroid cunt comes I don't, walking I don't know out if you of the fucking. This may be just just a, a me thing, but there's a SpongeBob episode where they're doing like the, the fry cook games, 
and that really buff dude like bursts in like Patrick's on his back. It's kind of what it reminded me of. You have such an encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of SpongeBob is unreal. Like if you, you, don't, was, even, oh my, you don't even know that season three, I remember if this. you was on like mastermind or something, that would just be your topic. And I, I reckon I could quiz you on SpongeBob and you'd do fucking good. I but, feel like um, I do halfway decent, actually. Here's the problem. He is very prejudiced uh, against SpongeBob, so his trivia for the first five seasons is fucking a hundred percent. You get past you get you, when they change their fucking art style. You get past in later seasons. Jared doesn't know shit about SpongeBob. Uh, I feel like I just don't know as well. I watched a lot of like early SpongeBob, then dipped out, and then came back, and I was like, oh, SpongeBob is still fell good. off, and then, fell off hard. It's not still, still going strong. Me and the Apparently, Simpsons. new SpongeBob is good. So, yeah, super jacked uh, Triceratops comes walking out, and Azala's like, all right, peace out. Uh, I'll see you never. Because you're going to die, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to die. You guys fair with Nisbel. Yeah. I watched your die similar, 700 times. Yeah, similar to Ben, it seems like I've, I died many times. Uh, Nisbel so, has a whopping 4200 HP, which is just. I, I do want to give props to the game a tiny bit okay mm-hmm. well actually a, a, quite a significant amount you. because the megasaurus that we met before yeah um i learned through using magic on it that it is weak to lightning yes it's super strong you hit it with lightning and um that weakens its defense and then you can attack it with physical attacks do a bunch Managing of damage yep yeah so i was like oh okay this is a big boy. The Megasaurus was a big boy. Let me try lightning. And lo and behold, that's how you beat it. You shock it. And while it's shocked, it takes a shit ton of damage. Awesome. Amazing priming of mechanics of the boss that's coming up. I think that's brilliant. You know, get it in Mm. beforehand. Excellent. The thing that fucked me over was the fucking discharge shit that he does that does yeah, like 120 to... damage to everybody. Yeah, and then you have to learn that when he does discharge, his defenses are back up, so you have to use lightning again to weaken him and then use his attacks on it going forward, so you kind of just do that back and forth. But Jesus, fucking electric discharge, and even like... At, at that point, some of his weaker attacks, like the stomping earthquake ground thing, when you're just trying to heal and trying to revive a teammate and they get up to 50 and the stomping earthquake can do like between 40 and 50 and you're having characters live on like one HP, it is it is stressful. Bro, imagine my like, I went through all of my Athenian water or whatever it's oh, called. Same. because yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like I would like revive someone back to fifty HP and then he'd fucking earthquake them for like sixty two or something like, or do that physical Marley. ram shit. I'm like, oh cool. And well, that was literally is... it. The problem was I only had Marley to heal. Yeah. So when Marley was down, she was my focus. Right. So I'd get her back up and then Chrono would go down. So I'd have to use Marley to bring Chrono back. I, I had and... been uh, debating on, like, uh, maybe I should bring Luca back in and maybe I should change up the team a little bit. You've had Luca pretty much through a good amount of this playthrough and everything. But fighting Nisbel specifically, having two 
party members I could heal was so useful. It was so helpful because if like I were using Athenian water with Chrono to revive Marley, then I could use Marley to either heal herself or or uh, Isla, and then I can use Isla to heal Marley that just got revived. So I can have that. I can use two healing during one turn and do that kind of back and forth. And that's what I did. I did a lot of that same thing where I was using yeah. Athenian waters and then just using Cure and using Kiss with Isla to heal. Yeah, and I I'd had a lot of trial and error with this. Um, oh yeah, I went I went in with Luca and Isla, and then I dropped uh, Luca and brought Robbo in, and then I brought Marley in, and Marley and Isla seemed to be the best go to because if anything happened, yeah, Isla Isla is super fast. Like she goes oh, before yeah. she, Chrono. She, she, yeah, she goes before like, Chrono, which is wild. We haven't had a character that is that quick in our party yet. So Isla is the fastest character we have right now and also her strength um when i was looking and equipping stuff her strength is Isla, 40 isla strong we, we, we which i mean chrono is only like 26 or something so yeah. her physical attacks do like 270 odd damage yeah they're wild so what i f- what i found myself doing was if one of the members went down that wasn't isla isla being the first to react would revive them mm-hmm. and then i would aura well and get everybody back up and it Basically, defeating the boss comes down to when you heal. If you heal at the wrong Absolutely. time, it completely screws you. Yeah, I was uh, similar. I was doing this a lot, and it was kind of like a uh, uh, learning base where I was like doing this over and over again to try to find the best kind of strategy to do it. And I almost got to the point where it's like I had to kind of predict when he was going to use uh, the electric discharge because then, like, right as he's using electric discharge, I would just use the lightning with chrono to immediately get him weak again and then either heal with isla or her um marley or attack with one i I pretty much only healed with marley every now and then i would use her ice ability that's primarily what she was Mm -hmm. used for isla was used for attacking and then healing when necessary and then chrono was any items and then obviously chrono's primary task was using lightning and then i pretty much used the cleave ability or ice sword Mm. anytime he was weakened but i was using a lot of thrillo kicks a lot of drillo kicks my my tactic was pretty much that like you you lightning him yeah whenever chrono lightnings isla and marley were healing and then just drillo kick and just wail on him as quick as i could i never got the timing down for lightning because apparently according to the walkthrough it is possible if you time it correctly to just have him in a constant state where he doesn't do the electric discharge but oh, you have to have Chrono's speed at a certain level to be able to act before him in order to do so it. So is that just always attacking him, or is it like using lightning continuously without him uh, doing destruction? No, so from all accounts, like it basically is like if he's fast enough, you can lightning attack for like three or four turns, and oh, so then you just get keep the lightning in, that in loop of attacking. Yeah, get the lightning in, lightning. get lightning in again before he attacks, and just keep him in that state where he doesn't do the discharge. Yeah, um, I like Nisbel. I wouldn't. I'm trying to think if he was the hardest boss we fought so far. And it's a, it was <laughs> this and fucking Skeletor or... that we fought last episode that have given I... you the most issue. <laughs> But I don't know. It, it's I, it's strange because Nisbel is. I wouldn't say he is inherently like a difficult boss. I, he's just kinda, tanky and powerful. Yeah, it seems like with all of these that we're starting to go forward, that like once you understand kind of like the dance, once you once you can get the dance down, then you can kind of get into that flow, and it's just being able to repeat those actions and understand the mechanics and understand the gimmick for this specific boss. 
And then once you have yeah. your like healing and everything uh, in a good pace, like I said, 4,200 4, HP, like Nisbell's bulky as hell. Like this is going to be a long, a halfway decent fight. Like I remember just kind of like not checking out, but okay, I got in my loop, I got in my system and then I beat him and I was kind of like, oh shit, like I, I did it. I beat him. Like it was, I had been yeah. doing that boss fight for so long that I just kind of like zoned out as I was doing it. And it's literally what happened with me. It was like five or six attempts, and I got to the point where I was like, "Oh, oh, fuck, he's he's gone." I won. Like, yes, okay. I did it. I did it. That's that's sliding. Um, but I didn't necessarily not like it. I, I different from all the other bosses. I like how his gimmick was a little bit hinted at in some of the enemies beforehand, and I think mm-hmm. that was cool. Like learning to do like electricity on some of the other dinos, and then when attacking them, understanding like, oh. I did lightning and now my attacks are doing more damage and having that be the gimmick of the boss, I think that was cool. Because, I mean, your physicals only do like 19 to him when oh, he's yeah. like... Well, I was also, before like, you when I first started him. fighting, I was so confused. So it was doing damage and it was doing like eights or nines. And even, even when I did lightning, it only did 11. So I was like, what the heck? And then attacking after that, I was like, oh, now we're doing like 200 to sometimes 300 damage plus. And I was like, okay, I, I yeah. see I see what's going on. I understand. You you know you know you've got it when it gives you that little message at the bottom that's like, oh, defense stats are reduced. Or yeah, whatever. and I was like, oh, def- get ready, buddy. The reason this is better than like Zombor or something is because, yeah. like you said, it's hinted at. Mm-hmm. There was no hint prior that Zombor was um, weak to certain things, and the same thing with the Masamune fight where yeah. you don't get. Like if you tag a certain you, one, then they'll continue to attack one you. Attacks yeah. and yeah, it would have been you interesting don't get with any of that foreshadowing. If on that bridge they had like multiple skeletons and they had like different colored skeletons, and then like when they that fused is... together, like the top half and bottom half were different colors, so you're like, oh, I remember from finding the other ones that these can only be hit by specific things. Oh. Now I can understand that in the boss. But then you wouldn't buy the Chrono Trigger uh, player guide, so the player guide can still tell me that. I can figure it out on my own and still be informed of that too. I, guess. Like, I, just, oh, I already know this this is obvious why are you putting this way wasting a page in the strategy guide i also want um a better revive item or a better revive ability because then just the when in water it would, it's just because my character has like 250 plus health at this point I'm like level 19 HP back when enemies are doing 50 to 60 I mean, it's plus just been the, it's been the same for a long time like it hasn't yeah i, yeah. I think this is a good point of like back when we had 70 health 50 was like yeah. oh okay that's most yeah. of our health i mean now even we're at 250 it's like this doesn't do anything. even like pokemon you get like your revives you get your max, max revives, revives you know well, like, even like you have different things giving a character an ability to revive like have it use a decent amount of tag points or whatever but have a character like marley learn something that can revive people maybe gives like 800 on that 800 like 100 hp back but it takes like a shit ton of tech points or something like that like that would be be like oh it's like eight tech points but it revives every single person in the party back to like half health or something like that would be fucking amazing it's just when you when you're coming up to 300 hp and you've got to buy this product it only gives you a sip back like it's a fucking drop in a bucket it's not really it's not even like the um amount that you get back necessarily compared to your overall health it's when enemies are doing at least that much and you're just like well i'm gonna get revived and then just literally yeah. fucked after i revive and not have time to heal yeah. because it's a speed exactly. stat you know um yeah yes we eventually do defeat nisbel uh and we head back to isla's hut isla thanks us we got our we got our nice little gate key uh-huh. back she thanks us mm. back to the hut yeah, she's like, mm. unga bunga. Um, we're kino <laughs> Kino and Isla. Uh, but then we head back to That's Mystic Mountain. That's how I had my first three wins. <laughs> uh, back in 65 million BC. Good times. Good times, people. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and that's a section. Yeah. Super know. short. Yeah. We jump back super, into the portal of Mystic short. Mountain and we head back to the end of time. And that was it. That's a section. Nice and short, nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to and really we... enjoy like sections like this. Like it's like, cool. That's a good yeah. amount of stuff. We can talk about it yeah. a decent amount. And it's good. not just that, bro. Like when, when I've only got to play like an hour and a half, two hours of the game. I've been playing so much more like Fallen Order and Origami King and shit like that. Like yeah, it's Origami King. I love people. When I haven't played like four hours of a game for play alone. <laughs> like early on, we were doing Ocarina yeah. of Time and we were covering like three dungeons in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have matured as people. Yes, we've grown. The, we understand. The... We he- we we found kind of the the formula that works here. But uh, okay, yes. guys, Kai. Sum up how you felt about uh, Dino Land. Did it did it meet your expectations? Are you disappointed about the amount of dinos? How do you feel? Uh, I'm disappointed about the amount of dinos. It was too samey to the last section we did, and kind of the future, to be honest. Like the same, like if you look at the fucking reptilian lair as the same thing as the sewers from the uh, future section where we met Robo. Like it's the same shtick, except less fleshed out in this instance because we don't even like necessarily get the same storytelling that happened in the future where you like meet people and they're you know yeah. they're down on their luck and you have they're to go bad. unlock their food stores now it's just like unga boonga people being like yeah we're, we're 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 chill we're good you don't have to worry about us yeah. um but yeah i mean this was very fetch questy as i said this whole section is literally just to get a rock to put into a sword so we could repair it so like all right i guess once again, at the time, I understand that this was normal in the way that they build games and like JRPGs. And they couldn't necessarily too. make things, yeah, JRPGs. They couldn't necessarily make things like, oh, you can choose whether or not to do this, mm-hmm. which, you know, whatever. I mean, I thought Nisbel was an interesting boss. Yeah, definitely. The, the whole lightning thing is agreed, is an interesting way to approach. And it's cool that they showed that in the enemies in this section. But, um, yeah, I was I was hopeful at the end of the last section for those of you who listened last time, and this was less hopeful. Like, oh, <laughs> is the rest of the game just going to be a bunch of weird side quest ish mission missions that don't really tie together in any yeah. important way? And like, yeah, it's just we'll see we'll see how this uh, moves well. forward. Hopefully, we get back into the to the main story. Uh, of this section i am disappointed with the past like it once again there's nothing like too crazily differentiating because the last section was also just outside in a forest and this section is outside in a jungle so it's like you could have you could have done different things Mm. with the environment you could have had it been more interesting especially since there's only limited time periods you can go back to in this game um more dinos more dinos more dinosaurs put, put some little tiny like dino sprites on the overworld when we're running around uh like that area yeah also isla's voice is annoying all of them are annoying <laughs> uh, they shouldn't have done that i'm waiting but... someone's gonna be like actually uh humans and dinosaurs didn't exist at the actually, same time if you look at the so... sources of the wikipedia there's an article there that says <laughs> in 65 million bc that's how they talk so you can get fucked just yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you can you can get fucked yourself. <laughs> just probably responding to the, the the comments out there before they happen. Uh, Benji, yeah. how'd you feel about this? Give me your feelings. Sum up. Uh, I think <laughs> I think I sort of just echo a lot of what Kai said. This felt very samey to the last section 
it was essentially just kind of running around and fetching shit. Um, I do, I do like the whole, uh, what's the word? Uh, preparing, I guess, is what I'm trying to say for the boss fight by showing the lightning weakness in previous enemies. Like prepping the player to... Yeah, like yeah. I said, the whole... Having that with like the Zombor fight or something would have made that fight completely different. Um, I just, I don't know. It it felt very, uh, very tedious. Mm. Like I, I was not expecting my main enemy to be reptilian people. Um, as we said, there's a severe lack of dinos compared to what I was expecting. And more dinos that's the that's the that's the it notes. just yeah it feels like an unnecessary stop <clears> off <throat> like oh, okay cool so we we got this red rock and now we're going to go back to the mail choir and forge the sword and it's like okay but do we really need to go through the whole drinking contest and you know the turf war with the reptilian people and all of that sort of spiel also what is like Maybe I'm just being a bit too nitpicky with it, but because the game, if the game's taught me anything, I'm assuming Isla's going to come back. You know, Frog has come back since yeah. we saw him last. But you introduce these characters, and I build this relationship in the game with them, and I get these TP, and I get these texts, and then they just fuck off, and I just don't get to use them anymore. You know what would have been interesting is if like. They, they, they have the whole gimmick of mechanic of like, you can't travel with this many people from different time eras because whatever, you know. But if you're going to have the player come back to these eras, like the future or the past or the present, or and then you have these characters, honestly, have them stay there and they only, like you only travel with Luke and Marley. And then as you go to an era, so you go to the future, then now Robo's there and Robo's there to help you. He can't go back with mm-hmm. you. He can't go do that, but he stays there. Like Isla stays there. And if we need to come back to 6 million BC, we would swap one of our characters out with Isla. Someone would stay in the end of time. And now Isla would help us through this era specifically. Like oh, Isla even, even and just, Frog haven't traveled with us, but Robo has. But it would have been interesting if they just stayed in their time period and helped us in that time specifically. Even just have it as like a four person party. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like have it so that we have Luke Romali there from our time. We travel with them. And then in 65 million BC, we get joined by Isla. Or in 2300 AD, we get joined by Robbo. It's just weird to have this character. And I'm like, fuck, man, she's strong. She's got these healing abilities. She's super fast. And she's gone. She's of age. She's she's an appropriate age for a new character to hang out with. You know, and it's just kind of like, okay, so... Like, what, is she just going to come back as this, like, B character, like Frog is? Like, are we going to yeah. encounter her again and she's going to be down in the dumps or she's going to need something from us and she's going to be like, oh. The only, like, uh, I guess you can say quote-unquote spoilers that I've seen of this game before playing it was, like, images of, like, the main cast and seeing, like, Frog and seeing, like, Isla and all those things. I, I never knew in what capacity they're involved in the narrative, if it is just, like, these B things or if they are main characters, but I had seen these characters before, so I was, like... I imagine they come back at some point, but like I said, with Frog, he came back and it was just kind of like a side thing. I mean, yeah. essentially, we're, are, we're we're crafting this sword for him, correct? For him, yeah, yeah. yes, so that he can be the hero of time. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be in our party, right? Though. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I just 
my I sort of like been up and down with each section that we've played. So I'm I'm hoping the next section picks up. Now we have the sword, we get it reforged. Yeah. Like, you know, and see where we go from there. Yeah. Um I think my feelings have pretty much stayed level. I don't think that this section necessarily like, wow, I really enjoyed it. Little parts here and there, definitely. But I thinking of it as an overall picture like last section, I was like, wow, it's kind of just like, it was pretty mid. And I think this section is also pretty mid. It was fine. It wasn't anything too crazy. The stuff that I did like, it's funny that you talked about the drinking game and everything like that. I thought that was fun. I, I like like little quirky mini games like that. I know it's weird when games are like, you're on a quest to save the world and time's of an essence. And then you have like a side quest where you're like partying with your friends. And it's like, mm. okay, I mean. Also, kinda... time isn't of an essence. Like we control time. Time yeah, exactly. isn't of an time essence. Isn't time isn't of, of an <laughs> essence in this particular situation either. Um but I like stuff like that. I like the fun little quirky mini games. I like the car race. I like the little drinking mini game, even if it was just stripped down to a very simplistic, just tap A a bunch of times. Like I like seeing mm-hmm. more integrations like that. And I hope there's more kind of little mini games going forward. Um, yeah, I really was expecting more dinos. Not a lot of dino variety here. I wanted to see like a, like a lot of cool dinos. I know in each section, we don't get like a huge uh, variety of new enemies between each one. There's like, oh, here's like five or six new enemies, and that's what we got there. But it seemed like two of those five or six were dinos, and the rest were like these weird rabbit creatures and shit like that. <laughs> um, I really liked the boss. I think Nisbel was was a cool boss. Another challenging one going forward, and I think that having the small indication of like, oh, here's other dinos that have this similar kind of behavior. Well, let's let's try it on the boss and see what happens and have that have actually been kind of the mechanic of the boss. I think it's really interesting and an interesting way to kind of like give the player a hint without blatantly saying like, oh, Nisbel is excited from lightning. You better use lightning on Nisbel, like from some NPC in a hut or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I I think those two things specifically made the section like, oh, yeah, it was interesting. And again, the, the game looks pretty. I think the environments are nice, but it is more of the same. The forest maze literally just feels like the last forest that we went through in the last game fighting the uh the big shreks with hammers and the uh, weird snake things. So it feels more of the same reptite lair. Like I said, pretty much is kind of like the sewers. Other than, I mean, the, the whole evil weevil like mechanic and clicking on them is interesting, but I didn't necessarily know and you do wouldn't any know of it. it existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't really know and do any of it. I guess if I like, was was like prompted to that, if a mechanic something. happens, but no one's there to use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it like, did it actually happen? Uh, so yeah, in theory, it's yeah, exciting, but I didn't. I didn't really use it. So it's just like, you know, how it, how interest, how much can that build up this section, and how much weight can that have? So, um, excited that we have our dreamstone now, and we're going to forge the sword and. Curious to see how Frog gets reintroduced into the story. Does he use a main character? Has he kind of joined the party for a good amount of time? Uh, are these characters going to come back? But he the villain? Is he the no, villain? Oh my god, Frog the villain! That would be amazing. Where, where was my freaking T Rex, bro? I know T Rexes are like overplayed as Dino villains, but like, where's my T Rex? T Rex like two like little tiny swords in his hands that he yeah. uses to like fight. He's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, Tony, Tony joins the party. <gasps> if we had a T-Rex on our team, <laughs> 10 out of 10. I recommend it to everybody. Best. Play this game. Uh, yeah, so it was mid. It was fine. I didn't like... There were sections that I liked and the sections that were just like, it was pretty much the same as last time. But yep, that's Chrono Trigger. That is this section that we're playing through. Um, but now, Next. it's time to get into everybody's favorite section. The recommended section. Play the fucking tune. Uh, 
you didn't play your tune, and now I'm confused and don't know what's happening. Uh, in the last episode, hamburger. Yes, the thing that I recommended the community out there and our, this two gentlemen here is the best restaurant that sells burgers and fries. And so, yes, we got some. We got some feedback. Some people talking in the in the chat here too. The chat that doesn't exist. No, <laughs> not chat. <laughs> Literally our Discord. Our Discord chat. Uh, okay, so we have Eric from the Unlockables podcast. All, all these people, by the way, check them out because they all have really cool shows and they have some cool content. Uh, he says Culver's double butter burger with cheese is pretty delicious and their fries are pretty solid too. Uh, don't know what Culver's is. I've noticed a lot of these restaurants were like from the Midwest too as I was looking through here and I was like, well, I don't know any of these things. But I looked at, looked it up and Jesus Christ, their butter burger does indeed look bomb. Uh, Ryan from List Off Podcast said Burger Fi. Again, a restaurant that I don't know what it is. Um, who said? Oh, it was Dave. So Dave Jackson from Tales from the Backlog said Five Guys. For, first, he was wondering if Five Guys was fast food. So Dave, Five Guys is a hundred percent fast food. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fine dining, bro. Yeah. You get peanuts. <laughs> That's what I comment. I was like, bro, they give you peanuts. It's just fine dining. That's pinkies, that's pinkies up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that pinky <laughs> up. Which, do you have Five Guys? So we have Five Guys here. Um, okay. I don't know if it's like the same as the Five Guys over where y'all. Apparently not. Five, five, lads, fucking peanuts. Uh, five, yeah. five lads. <laughs> yeah, Five Gents. Yeah. The Five Gents. I like five that gents. much better. No, that was, no oh, we I don't get it. peanuts. Sorry. I don't... Yeah, y'all get peanuts. Yeah. Uh, he said, if not that, then Wendy's has the best burgers, which... We just got our first Wendy's over here, bro. Square patty. Really? That's weird as shit. You, is it like, so we, like a big thing? Are people like, oh shit, we got Wendy's? Oh, bro, yeah, man. I think we have like two Wendy's in the UK now. And Interesting. Like, free Popeyes. I've not had Popeyes yet. There's a Wendy's and a Popeyes literally like 10 minutes away from me, That's and I've so, not had them yet. I'm so sorry that the only things we fucking exported <laughs> bro, were a failing, tell a lie. failing fucking we've political got, system. And, uh, we've got goddamn. fucking five guys. We got Popeyes, we got Wendy's, and we got Tim Hortons, right? We got the fucking best <laughs> of the best. <laughs> ah, good old Tim Hortons. Yeah, the Canadians got a win in there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a fan of Wendy's. I can't tell you the last time I've been to a Wendy's, but if I'm going burger, I'm not going to go to Wendy's. Like, Wendy's is good for their shakes. Wendy's does have good shakes. Dip some fries in that frosties. shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also said Arby's, which I think that I've never had Arby's before. I've had Arby's. Do they even do burgers? I don't know. I've only had like pastrami he sandwiches. Says, he says that burgers. Dave says that Arby's has the best fries. Well, they're the curly fries. They're the oh, seasoned oh, curly fries. Curly fries. Damn, curly, curly fries, fries are, are good, man. Um, let's see. Anybody else? All right, fuck the community. It's our turn. Fuck the community. <laughs> I want to hear this fucking in and out beef. Let's go, boys. Oh, yeah, Kai, come on, Kai, give me a recommendation, and then I'll comment on it afterward. Oh. Oh, you want me to go yeah. first? Uh, we're doing, we're doing burger and fry combo, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can say it if there's restaurants that have. Because I have to do my specific. I have to do my specific order. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, this is, this is a restaurant. Okay, hit me. Right. Okay. Three by three, protein style. Which for those of you, okay. First of all, let me preface. I I was born and raised in Southern California. Yes. I've known nothing else my whole life, <laughs> but In and Out, Habit. And McDonald's is fucking scum of the earth. Yes, that no that one is should cardinal. Ever go that is to. cardinal lies so on the back of the Southern California. That's how, uh, that's how we feel. In and out, 
is the greatest uh, burger restaurant of all time, especially fast food restaurant. Uh, three by three protein style, which means no bun. It's a lettuce wrap. Uh, animal style. Fans <laughs> like your uh, opinions I can't, already. I can't eat bread. All right, guys. I know. I I would. Get, I mean, first of all, In and Out doesn't have great buns in the first place, so it's, you're not missing much. But I also can't eat the buns, so that's why. Oh, fifth layer. Okay. It. okay. Uh, yeah, animal style. Insensitive fuck. You can't cook, eat buns. <laughs> cook, cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking judging me. Cooked onions. Special sauce. It's a vibe. Sounds fucking three funny. three patties. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I get a four by four, but then I do always regret it afterwards. What the fuck is a four An by animal four? Style... That's a call, bro. What you... It just has four pieces of meat on it. It's four pieces four, of meat slammed between two meat. pieces of iceberg lettuce. Oh, bro. Okay, that sounds pretty good. I ain't gonna it's, lie. <laughs> so it's so good. Uh, and then you gotta go vanilla shake. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. You can't do anything else that didn't out. And then you have to do animal style fries, which are a godsend. And I will eat the animal style fries in the car on the way home to eat the burger and see uh and that is uh fries with a cooked piece of american cheese uh with plastic cheese on top nice little zhuzh zhuzh. of special sauce and cooked onions oh dear god so good okay so, so explain to me this what is animal style right because i mean i've watched just GMM, like, like so thousand know, island dressing with some onions in it animal style yeah animal style special sauce onion cooked onions specifically so like sauteed onions and a piece of like, cheese like mayonnaise honey mustard that's, kind of like mix like that good, and then well why are you hating on that load, loaded fries bro just no bacon okay here's i also must mention that in and out has a menu that has like three things yeah. you want like, burgers other you want fries you want shakes. shakes and i'll, I'll give i'll that's give this it. to in and out because here for first dave in our discord says i think in and out has the best burgers but their fries are trash and I promptedly well, sent a gift a of, uh, uh, of um, fucking, what's his name? Why can't I have to give this name? Leonardo DiCaprio clapping and just saying yes, yes, because that is how I feel. Burgers, great. Their burgers, are, their, their burgers are great. They don't have bad burgers at all. I think they're, they're pretty good. The fries literally ruin the experience for me because fries are such an integral part of the burger experience. And if your fries are garbage, there's, for one, In-N-Out fries are just cold sad pieces of cardboard cold? they're always fucking cold every time i get in and out fries, cold. they're cold literally the whole point of animal style is they have to put it under a fucking heat yeah, lamp to melt that fucking, plastic american cheese the, the time I, it takes I, them to hand it out the window to you in that time they've already become cold it's too late can i interject eat in the restaurant kai go for it would you yeah. eat in and out but like in and out fries if they weren't animal style yeah, hundred uh, percent. Okay, all right. Well, I only recently learned that you could even do animal style fries because that shit isn't on the, it menu. on the It's on the burgers, but In-N-Out we realized has... that you can also like, oh shit, that stuff's on. The yeah, fries you can too. do it on the fries. I didn't know that. It's not. It's not it's like something. And I mean, they make. It's not those secret menu hacks. The animal style exactly. on the fries too just makes these cold, unsalted fries just soggy and sad. Once again. Not cold, bro. Maybe you're it's just not, going. It's to not like, my problem. You can't eat your fries in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> maybe you're just right? going to like a bad In and Out, like it's a franchise, right? It's just yeah, hit up I a different In and Out. Maybe I just I've had so many better fries. I'll give it. In and Out's great. I love their burgers. I will, I will say, In and Out. So like, if you're a fluffy fry person, if you're someone who likes to like bite into a fry a and bit, you like, still it still resembles there. a potato, that is not an In and Out <laughs> fry. An In and Out fry is somewhere in between a potato chip and a French fry. It like exists in this middle, like a shoestring French fry, like an authentic French ass fry. That's an In-N-Out fry. Do y'all have steak but, cut chips in the US? 
No. No. Oh man, y'all are missing no. out. You you would literally be murdered. They <laughs> uh, cut chips are like <laughs> like two yeah. and a half inches long and yeah. like an inch high, and it's just fluffy potato, crispy outside. Normally they're cooked in like no. beef fat, so they go all like really crispy. Like oh man, good yeah. shit. Um. So yeah, yeah I, I get I, I like In and Out. I just, I'm not a fan of the fries, and that's that's okay. We can all have different opinions mm-hmm. here. It's fine. Even if some are right or some are wrong. wrong. Sure, share your wrong opinions, Jared. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear what you. I had recently been blessed burgerist. with trying a, a little restaurant for the first time called Shake Shack, and oh, oh yeah, oh my god, you oh, whore! Man, Shake Shack, you is... cheated on your Southern oh, California good. roots. Literally grew up in the IE. <laughs> now you're fucking East Coast. Too fancy, oh, dude. Shake Shack. Fuck not you. only again. I mean, In and Out has like their shakes and their shakes. In and Out's level of simplicity. I appreciate and I think it's cool. And then Shake Shack's like, bro, we're gonna do that, but make it fucking complicated. We're gonna put a full apple pie in your shake. And I'm like, bet, I'm here for it. Let's fucking do this. Right, let's go. We have a Shake Shack. Uh, we have a couple of Shake Shacks in the UK, and I'm yet to try them, but I've heard okay. legendary tales no. of their shakes. I don't remember their fries being too phenomenal. Not like anything bad. Just like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, you they're just fries. said about how it's about burgers and fries. It's even about shakes. You no. was like, oh, the fries make the experience. And you're like, yeah, Shake Shack, so good. Oh, yeah, but yeah, their fries are yeah, yeah, but, 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 but in and out's burgers are so shit. basic that the fries ruin the experience for me. Where Shake Shack's burgers are so they can fundamentally stand on their own with their complexity that the fries don't <laughs> have man, to necessarily be great. One man comes in there, like, recommend burger and fries combo, and is like, fuck the fries <laughs> off. It's about the no, burgers and the no, 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 you don't have to fuck the fries off. You can you can snuggle next to those fries. There's no fucking off that needs to happen. Like, I'm here for the burgers and the shakes. I don't care about the fries. The fries are basic. I'm, I'm on my shake and my burger. That's all I need. I'll just I'll replace my shake my fries with a whole apple pie shake. Uh, oh, that does sound good. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Shake Shack, God. good burgers and fries. I- all right, English. What do you got? Y'all. Your- so, uh, I don't. You probably guys. You guys probably won't have one of these in the US. I don't imagine, but. There is a chain over in the UK called Byron Burgers, and Mm. it's mine and Ellie's go-to burger restaurant. Uh, Yeah, Byron. Um, Mainly because, so Ellie is uh, partially vegetarian. I say that because she just doesn't like certain types of meat. Um, And I am lactose intolerant. I'm full now, vegetarian. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so uh, they have a fucking massive vegan range. You can get all of their burgers veganified. You can get vegan cheese on it. You can get like Beyond Meat fucking burger patties. Like it caters for both of us. It's brilliant. So my two are one they call the Smoky, which is a six mm-hmm. ounce Aberdeen Angus patty. Uh, Somerset cheddar cheese, smoked streaky bacon, crispy onions, barbecue sauce, pickles, and lettuce. And I normally get that with. Shit sounds too fancy. I get that with a side of uh, sweet potato fries. They're my go to. I love me a sweet potato fry. This building, I'm going to put a picture of Byron Burger that I just found. Oh, fuck. Where is it? In the Discord? Do they ask you how how you want your meat cooked? It feels like they would ask you. (laughs) But you specified. Seven or more spots. They've got like fifty locations in the UK, bro. They're that's a chain. chain. That's a chain, baby. They're just they're just a fancy chain. chain. It's like uh, you guys have like a gourmet ki- burger kitchen, like GBK. I don't know. No, no? Hey, oh, it's, it's the same principle. It's not gourmet pizza. It's fucking weird <laughs> it's, pizza. <laughs> it's a sim- similar principle. Okay. So they're like a chain. CPK gets. 
I need to go off for a second. CPK gets some unnecessary. No, I'm, I'm I grew a up eating California pizza, pizza kitchen. kitchen. I just wouldn't Their say it's fucking barbecue chicken pizza slaps to this day. It's delicious. Oh. I, don't, I will have none of this slander. The, intre- the intrepid fox building. This used to be a pub, you know. This used to be like yeah, a really it looks old like a metal pub. pub in I was like, this is beautiful. Why does our architecture look like this? Um, but so because uh, we didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. My if I want a beef burger, that's what I get. Otherwise, they have this one called the Sea Rex, which is a uh, crispy buttermilk fried chicken, a battered onion ring, American cheese, which I get vegan, uh, streaked bacon, mayo, barbecue Street sauce, jalapenos, bacon. and pickles. And oh, shit. I love that you get American cheese vegan. American cheese has no dairy. <laughs> <laughs> My it's just preservatives make believe. It's, it's just, um, it's just yeah, plastic and sadness is what so it is. That, that's my go-to. Um, and I, like I said, I get sweet potato fries. And just because we're talking shakes, I normally get a vegan Biscoff shake with it, which is fucking amazing. They have vegan shakes? Yeah. That's wild. Do you have... Oh, I, know, wow. I know Kai has some of this stuff too. Do you have like a specific food because obviously you said you lactose intolerant where you're just like fuck it i don't care i'm just gonna suffer for this food interesting chocolate i don't know you're that lactose intolerant i don't know what it is about um that's crazy like cows cream like if i have double cream or like ice cream makes me beyond ill like i will just spend the next day feeling like absolute crap a milk delivery person yep she doesn't deliver milk to me bro (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like that's a weird crossover. Being like, I used to work in the dairy. Your career is delivering poison, essentially. No, I can't she, support she, this career uh, path. She gets me uh, oat milk from work, and I drink. I love milk, oat milk. But, that looks fucking great. Um, okay. I it, look. I I don't like. It uh, tastes like oatmeal water. Yeah, but I don't like almond milk because it tastes like fucking almonds. Coconut milk tastes like coconut. Oat milk doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> It tastes like liquid. It tastes like oatmeal. <laughs> like oatmeal. It tastes like the water you Bro, drain off of oatmeal. you're talking to a British person who grew up eating porridge for breakfast every day for like the first 14 oh, years dude, of his life. I can... So bomb. Dude, porridge. Porridge. porridge uh, make it with like thick milk. Like if you can make it with like Jersey Gold like <laughs> stuff. Yeah, trust me. Cream, like creamy milk. Bananas. Cook it so the bananas go all mushy. And then put some honey over the top of it. That shit is fucking good. Just trust the me. The adjectives you're using with thick and mushy and creamy is not helping. Mm-hmm. Me. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I know Kai is like, because you can't have wheat or anything, but there's some things you're just like, I don't care. I'm going to suffer for this. And that's Cho- chocolate. Fun. I have it. Yeah. Chocolate's like the thing that I can eat and it will make me feel kind of bad, but it doesn't make like, me. If you have like a Hershey's immediately bar, like, shit that's going to like, like upset your stomach. It will like upset my stomach a little bit, but like mm. if I was to have an ice cream, I will immediately just feel like crap and your body be like, away. "This is not nice." I don't yeah. like this. Oh, you're super lactose intolerant. Yeah. That's so sad. I'm so sorry. I, and the thing is, I wasn't lactose intolerant until I was 16, so I grew up eating ice cream and drinking milk and all of that sort of stuff, and then gradually one of those as my body Harry, Harry Potter got a letter. Ben got lactose intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> just came. An owl delivered lactose intolerance. He comes flying guys... down with a container of like oatmeal <laughs> in his claws, and he's like, "You're lactose intolerant, Harry." <laughs> do you guys have? Uh, you don't have like Jersey Gold milk in the US, do you? No, no, it's illegal. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, that's, that's we can't have. We can't have unpasteurized cheese and milk. That's what I meant by like creamy. So like Jersey Gold is like half cream, half milk. 
and it's amazing for like making really thick milkshakes like if you like like proper like yeah can you explain to me why it's illegal Mm -hmm. america Uh, because the u.s government is fucking stupid that's why for the same reason Uh, there's a there is a slight chance that unpasteurized cheeses and milks can cause illness but like we eat fucking sushi like it's (laughs) hand over fist from a grocery we store so much fucking and we have terrible and we literally food. raise all of our fucking meat on kfo lots where everything is has to be pumped full of antibiotics because of diseases but we drew the line at like no no no, no. milk god forbid we have delicious cheese can't can't have jersey gold something milk, redeemable about we can this put, fucking country can't have jersey gold milk but let's put corn syrup in fucking everything Exactly, bro. Yeah, I also I also think it was just because probably a lot of European cheeses and milks oh. were uh, unpasteurized, and so we were like, oh, if we just put a rule in place yeah, exactly. that bans it, then like everyone has to buy our own they're, shitty they're fucking cheeses and milks. You heard me, American Dairy Council. You can go suck a fat cock. Okay, like it's going to be on the fucking Kotaku headlines. Play along pod calls out big milk. That's fine. That's fine. Big milk, come get me. It's like that whole shit when like people fucking banned hemp because the timber business was going under because hemp's cheaper to make and more fucking sustainable. Yep. And they were like, oh, no, it's the devil's lettuce. The devil can have my lettuce any day. (laughs) I grew up drinking non-fat milk for so long. Oh, that shit's disgusting. Yeah. It's just water. It's It's fucking nasty, man. I didn't even I didn't even know that the other milk existed. I just thought non-fat milk was milk. And then at some point I had two percent and that blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> I just so many wait, where's, like, what's the rest? Jesus, what's the rest of this milk? Have? Jesus Christ. And then I had whole milk and then just shit my pants immediately because mm-hmm. my body had never seen it's that. Never much seen that much dairy before in its life. It's like what do you trust me? In my body? If you if you what is happening next time you make like oatmeal porridge, whatever, get the most whole fat milk that you can get in America. Put your bananas in it, heat it up slowly on the hob, on the stove, whatever you want to call it. Serve it up, put some honey over the top. I mean, that sounds good. That shit's fucking good, man. That sounds delicious, but the only reason I'm eating oatmeal is because I have to pour a cup of hot water in it and mix. Any other steps than that, I'm not eating oatmeal. <laughs> I'm way too lazy. You put you fucking try to chips hob and brown sugar in like fucking two too. minutes. I don't have to cook it on a pan. <laughs> I just put boiling water into fucking instant oatmeal, and I throw some chocolate chips on top. Hell yeah! This that is not this is not complicated. Okay, Kai, what are you recommending us for next time? Because I'm pretty sure it's your turn. I think. Whose turn is oh, it? God. I think it's Kai's turn because I you did Fine. the movie. If you have something, please go. Yeah, yeah. I got bad movies. I mean, I can I can recommend something. Go for it. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the film genre and uh, say we recommend so good they're bad. (laughs) No, we're gonna recommend some documentaries slash docu series, whatever you want to recommend. There's there's some good docu series out there, so let's get some recommendations. Mine are are gonna be 100% video game related. Just letting y'all know that out up front. Surprise! A fucking prize. (laughs) That's the only content I absorb. (laughs) uh yes guys we will give you a prompt in the discord to leave us your some of your favorite docuseries documentaries that you've watched and you'd recommend and again we'll read them off in next week's episode too in the next episode we will be going into pulling up the thing here we're going to Masamune through magu's castle magu's castle it's chapter that six sounds like a ghibli movie magu's castle it does magu's like castle. <laughs> Uh, we're like this is a halfway point, guys. We're halfway through Chrono Trigger in theory. God, how are we only halfway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Holy shit! 
This is the halfway mark. Aren't you excited for another? We have uh, all the halfway mark, and nothing has fucking happened in this game. A lot of builds. We fetched so much stuff. You know the quest. We fetched all the things. Who's the villain? Who's the villain? And the only reason you know is because you read the walkthrough. Oh yeah, we talked about him. Why? Because he ends the world briefly in the future. He's evil. Briefly in the future, someone goes, "Lavos is evil," and that is the only. We don't even know what he's done. We're just you start like you cancel people. Just fucking starts rumors about like, oh, I heard Lavos (laughs) end of the world, and we're like, it was Lavos. Exactly. Yeah, just witch hunting with our fucking pitchforks and torches. With our, with our sentient frogs and our robots. Yep. Yes, guys, in the next episode, we'll we are going through, through those two chapters specifically. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, follow our stuff, all of our social media, and the links, Google Play, along podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, and the schedule for this is on our pin tweet on Twitter, and it's on Instagram as well. So you can find that if you guys are wanting to play along halfway through. Oh, Whoa, shit. I want to play too. Jesus Christ. You're on a set there's of like, Ghost Adventures or some shit? Like... <laughs> Exactly. Uh, a phone a phone was fucking dropped dropped the, scared the shit out of me uh yes guys but we will see you next time with more chrono trigger we love you and thanks for listening peace out bye y'all bye.